You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. And this morning I'm speaking to Skull Globe, Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth in Cape Town. I, th- I think after two days of extraordinary action on domestic stocks, South African domestic stocks, we probably are due a little <laughs> bit of a break. I hope we don't get one, but I think we're probably due a break, Skulk. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we had a wonderful Monday, a fantastic, you know, fantastic. You know, well, one, Monday was fine. Tuesday was a fantastic Tuesday, and and yesterday was just one of the best days I've I've seen in my thirty year you know career in the in the markets. But um, yes. yeah, today today you can see it's a little bit of a breather. Um, yeah, we'll be looking at the. the U.S. futures currently, let's call it about 30 basis points, you know, down. Not a lot. You know, locally, we're looking at a market that's about 38 uh, basis points weaker. So I would I would take this as a win. We had such a big, big run yesterday that, that I think, you know, these type of breathers is just, I think, very healthy. Yes, and long may the week that is almost finished. Because to me, it feels like Friday today. I don't know about you because I've never... You mean it's not Friday? <laughs> I've never seen so much news. In fact, the, the, the person that runs my... We, you know, we, we do a little bit of social media stuff. says, don't tweet too much today because there is so much news out there. It's going to get lost. There is so much, whether it be political, yes. geopolitical, whether it be a social, socioeconomic, economic mm. or market action... Everything has all come together in this week. It's been astonishing. Yeah, and it's 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 a never-ending story. I mean, we, we, we're looking at, and it's not just predominantly. You know, usually, we had you know good news coming out of the US, but but now it's all over. We we, we see the, the the ECB, you know, they announcing you know, uh, you know Merkel announcing you know a very strong you know list from that from from the euro side so euro is looking good uh we we be looking at unemployment figures that's going to come out um you know today i'm i'm, I'm worried i mean it you you, you were you chatting i think four weeks ago you were saying are we going to reach that 20 percent unemployment mark and, and i think we we sort of had consensus between the you and i and then just for for the listeners out there we we, we very suddenly right on these short-term calls but yes mm-hmm. You, you you called. You said, "Well, are we going to see twenty percent?" As we said, oh, "I don't think that's that's going to." And you know, currently it, it, it's looking like we're going to see you know unemployment figures in the US in May. You know, reaching nineteen point five percent. Now that will be the highest unemployment figures since the nineteen thirties, which was basically the Great Depression. So, I think that'll be something to look at. Um, that. I just put that little, uh, little, little you know, uh, wet cloth on on this, this 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 run in the U.S. market specifically, because I did look at um, yeah, I think I run as well. You know, some dots run this is what they call the misery index. Okay. Now the misery index, it had the original let's call it misery index where they literally just take that the unemployment. Uh, rate of a country, and they add the, the inflation rate of, of that specific uh, country. Yeah. Now, later on, they, they actually developed it further where they actually add the prime rate, the prime interest rate of that country, and they the GDP figures on, on that market. So I think the, the most important point that I want to highlight is that with the recent increase in, in unemployment, which, which went over 14%, 14.47% in the U.S., uh, saw the U.S. misery index spike up to the highest levels that I've seen in basically two, two and a half decades. So this is a, a very 
bad point. Now, if, if we're going to see this go up to nineteen, you know, ninety point five percent, this would pretty much be the the weakest, uh, you know, misery type of levels that the U.S. been seeing. Now, why am I pointing that out, Lindsay? Is is, is the fact that when you look at the the, the that misery index, it actually gives you a very nice sort of a leading indicator to 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 you know, what we might see in markets going forward. So, you know. If what we've seen on, on that, you know, let's call it misery index, is that it started tapering off as we started seeing this big QEs, the, the big stimulus there after, let's call it 2009, 2010. You could see as the misery index decreased, that market sort of stabilized. And then when it reached these lowest levels ever, we, we were seeing the U.S. markets run over that same period. Now, I'm extremely worried that if, if, if we're going to see these, let's call it misery levels, remain at these levels, and, and I'm not even counting the 90.5% because naturally I do think there's a bit of an overreaction. I do think that as we you know, fully move out of lockdown you know, from a U.S. point of view, that might stabilize. But would we stabilize at, at, at unemployment levels that we've seen last year or the year before? I don't think so. Not I for a couple of years, so. Definitely yes, not, not for a couple exactly. of years. As I keep on saying, the anecdotal evidence is that businesses, yes, they are uh, opening up, but um, they, c- they can only up- open up. I mean, if you look at the hospitality industry, uh, they're only at, at a third of their capacity. The ones that have been able to sustain themselves over the last two to three months and had the resources to reopen and uh, give the restaurant a lick of paint and uh, scrub a few floors and that sort of thing, uh, they can only serve 30% of the people that they used to serve. So they're only going to employ 30% of the people that they used to serve. It's going to take a couple of years to get back to 3.5% employment rate or unemployment rate in the United States, I think. Exactly. So, so that, that I think, you know, for, for any any, any out there, you know, saying that, you know, because I looked at the Nasdaq, you know, current levels, we, we, we back at highs. I mean, you know, most of these markets, you know, we've seen a great recovery, it's been a very you know, strong recovery from, from all markets since the end of March when we reached reach that lows. But the U.S. market has, has been, been, you know, definitely the strongest, the strongest recovery. And when we look at it on a year-to-date basis, the U.S. market is now again ahead. It's again the best-performing country or market um, in the world. And I'm a little bit worried. I'm, I'm actually going to, you know, after this, this conversation, I will, I will tweet that, that, that graph, that misery graph, and just show you just you know, a general, general view of what we're looking yes, at please. and why investors should be extremely careful, you know, just pumping money into the U.S. If that's going to be the case, it's a highly strong, highly geared market. If we get these type of unemployment levels, I think I think um, it's going to be a difficult period of time. But anyway, I've been proven wrong on the on the used markets. Uh, you know, I think it's been been definitely overpriced um, for for quite some time. An area that I'm I'm a little bit worried about. And and like I said, I've been been wrong for 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 a few months now. So uh, this, this this might not be the first time I get it wrong. <laughs> it's not you get it wrong. It's just your timing may not be correct, which is uh, something I've never been good at. And I never get there on time. The dollar rand is 17.04. Uh, the British pound against the rand is 21.34. The euro rand is 19.10. And the euro dollar is 112.05. The dollar clawing back by a quarter of a percent. Last night in the United States of America, um, actually, my screen's a little bit uh, wonky this morning. Tell me what the NASDAQ, S&P and Dow did last night, please, Skulk. 
So last night the, the Dow ended up two point well two point one percent. The S and P five hundred was up one point four percent, and the Nasdaq it actually you know, doubled from the figures since we last you know spoken. That that ended up eighty basis points. Uh, it was the small cap index. I think that's a that's an interesting one. I mean that's oh, that's yeah. one that's that's had a huge huge um, you know recovery you know lately. And we saw the small cap index also you know. You know Positive 2.7%. So I think that that could be, you know, we, we chatted about the risk on environment. That 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 might be something that I will be definitely be looking at, both from a US point of view, but but also I think locally. You know, a lot of our small caps has been been hurting very, very bad. We, mm. we saw very negative, you know, it's, it's, even with a, with a positive uh, local market in May, um, I think the the, the the small cap index was still down, you know, over three percent in, in May. So might just be something to put on your radar. It's always very, very you know, highly speculative, but but I think there might be some some gems uh, crawling around in that that area. Okay, nice point. Yes, and um, I'm going to be. Spe- I've just written it down. I'm going to be speaking to a small cap analyst later on this afternoon, or at worst tomorrow afternoon. But anyway, let's have a look at now at the uh, commodities markets. The gold price is uh, tracking the rand. Really, it's funny. It's seventeen hundred, which is more or less where it is, uh, where the rand is against the US dollar. Just a coincidence, of course. But anyway, the the, the gold price seventeen hundred dollars an ounce on the nose. Uh, the platinum price is down four to eight thirty two. Where's palladium, please, Skulk? Uh, Palladium is currently trading at 19.27, so that's down 1.1%. Okay, and let's have a look at that all-important oil price, which is um, mm-hmm. is being bolstered by artificial production cuts. The WTI, that's the West Texas Intermediate Crude Price, is down 2.2% to $36.48 per barrel. The Brent crude oil price is $39.13, which is down one and two-thirds percent. Uh, what have we got in the diary today, or are you just too tired to look at your diary? <laughs> I'm gonna go, go have lunch at the waterfront this afternoon. Oh yeah, where do you go? Just, just out of interest. I live my life vicariously <laughs> through you. Where are you going, Willoughby's? Well, currently, currently, I'm I'm going to the spa. You know, I've got the the, the highlight this week that I can I've got to, can add another another shop on on, on my to do list, which namely tops. But um, yeah, no, it's not a lot lot to do while in lockdown in South Africa, um, uh, Lindsay. But I think you know every week it seems that like there's a few few more doors opening. So yeah, um, okay. you know, for now we're moving back towards uh, normality. Anything on the stock exchange news service this morning? Now we've uh, sorted out your lunchtime. <laughs> we um we we not not a lot. I mean, I think the only two things that really came out was Stellar Capital, the, you know, repurchase on ordinary shares. I mean, that's not a no. not a not a big thing. Woolworths, and uh, there was just a mention that the PIC actually they they increased they they're holding in Woolworths. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think maybe maybe you know joining that that area of you know. Uh, you know, a lot of lot of focus. We've chatted about this. You, you said that the retail retail space that that should benefit, you know, out of this new you know, stimulus environment. We're looking at a lot of. We're looking at you know over 135 billion rand that's going to be in the pockets of the consumers. Just you know, just out of this recent interest rate uh, decreases, mm. and I think that might be the reason why why PIC has decided to increase their holding in in Woolworths as well. Good. Hope they're right. Top five major movers on my 15-minute delayed screen are as follows. Redefine, again, property stock's doing quite well. 6.3% up for Redefine. DRD Gold up three and three quarters. South 32, a three and a half percent winner. 
Uh, Distel up 2.4% for obvious reasons on the downside. Hammerson uh, bucking the recent recovery trend in the property stocks, down 13 and a third percent. Nedcor down one and three quarters. Standard Bank down one and three quarters. African Rainbow Minerals after a really good run because of iron ore and other things down one and two thirds percent and Liberty Holdings down one and a half percent. Anything else you're looking at today, Skalk? I'm going to, I'm going to touch on that really fine call. I would, I would just caution, um, you know, listeners out there that that's looking at the run, you know, yesterday, you know, over 20% run again, stronger this morning. Just remember, um, it is falling out of the top 40 index. It is, uh, falling out of the caps, well, the SWIX 40 index, mm-hmm. the Finney 15 and the Fin D. 30, and, and that will be the effective date is basically the 22nd of June. And and that doesn't make really fine a bad company. Just remember, there might be some selling um, uh, you know, power on, on this on, on, on this property stock, specifically around those dates, for a lot of uh, tracker funds, tracker funds that need to readjust their, their portfolios accordingly. Companies that are moving into the, 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 the indexes, Xaro is basically moving into the top 40. In the SWIX 40, again, Xaro is moving in. And and Quilter is, is is also moving in. Quilter is moving into the Finney fifteen in in a place of really fine, and also in a, in a place of really fine at the Fin D thirty. So, not a lot of changes, you know, expected changes. Um, you know, in in both cases, you know, Investec is the only other share that's falling out of the uh, Swix forty, and that's just uh, I think with now with the the breakup, you know, with with, with ninety one, it's a little bit too small now, and it's moving out of that index. Good. Thanks for alerting us to that. Uh, what What are the indices as we stand after nearly 40 minutes of trading this morning, the JSE indices? So a little bit weaker, weaker this morning. We're looking at the all share, you know, down 54 basis points, uh, trading currently at 53,350. Uh, the resource index, that is down 40 basis points. Uh, the industrial index down 25 basis points. And the, the financials with the weaker rent and a very strong run yesterday, is taking a bit of a breather, so that is down just over 2% for today. Skunk, thanks so much for your time. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the waterfront at lunchtime today. I wish I was there <laughs> with you. I wish there was a restaurant you could go to because all closed, of course. But we'll speak again next Wednesday evening. That's Skunk Lowe from PSG Wealth in Cape Town, and that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position, or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.